Hey everybody, welcome back to a special update episode. We got my boys from up north, from the P, baby. They represent the Berg, you dig? From uh, the pro wrestling organization TV show and everything in between. Blam, and you know it wouldn't be right if I don't give him a little bit of an intro music. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, gentlemen? What's you? Man, the last time we talked, there was some, there was some um, energy. There was a something in the air. There was a movement that was going on in the Berg. And now that we talk, talk about the uh, the campaign you guys had had put together, and talk about the success that you guys had of that campaign to support the wonderful programming you guys are putting together. Self. Funded. Let's talk about whoever wants to go first. I'll tap in. What's going on? This is Jay White, co-director, co-writer of Blam Wrestling. Um, so, yeah, when we last spoke, we had a Indiegogo campaign going on. We had raised over $10,000 in 30 days. Hold up, hold up, hold up. 30000 in 10 days. Hold up. That's real. Yeah. Say it one more. Oh. Say it one more again. We raised over 10,000 in 30 days. 10,000 in 30 days. Yes. 30 days. Yep. And uh, it, 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 was, it was a great campaign. Um, a lot of people supported. Some people would just donate, you know, and, and it went great. We, we gave away a lot of merch, a lot of perks with it. And it, it was just something that was just dope, man, to uh, put that whole process together and see the people really support something that was different than, you know, what they usually see on an everyday basis when it comes to black film. So it was great, man. And uh, we used it for, you know, to help with production. And uh, we, we're still out here. We're still uh, filming our pilot episode. And uh, look out for Blam because uh, we coming. I love it. Talk about how nerve-wracking it is. A lot of times when, especially in our community, it can be difficult to ask for money, right? Because everybody got a, you know, everybody got a, you know, uh, what's that other one besides Indiegogo? They'd be like, a help, go fund me, right? And, fund me. Yeah, and you know, sometimes black people be tight with the money a little bit. They don't want to break off a little bread. But you guys raise so much money in your movement. That must mean your city really bangs with y'all. Y'all can't get no bread up, uh you know, up off people if you ain't really about it. And I've seen the marketing and, and things of that nature. Talk about how the community has really embraced you. I've seen some dope, like, behind-the-scenes stuff on your on your social media. Talk about how that, that uh, pilot episode is going for you guys. Kind of give us a, give us a bird's-eye view. Uh, yeah, man, it, it, it's actually been phenomenal, man. It was an experience, to say the least. Um, you know, we had a we had somewhat of an idea, of course, how we was going to come at it from the beginning when we had already planned, written, and um, you know the production sheet said. But when you get there, sometimes things change, and for us, fortunately, things didn't change for the worse. Even when you know there might have been a little mishap, somebody was late or couldn't make it. We was like spot on improvising, um, you know, and and to things that should ended up being to our benefit. You know what I mean? It was like we we made things better than we intended, and I was just off the fly, you know. So. It, it was wonderful seeing something, you know what I mean, some um our our thoughts come to life, man. And, and like the first the first day of production when we got we probably was there for twelve, thirteen hours excuse me, and um 
you know, me and me and Jay was like sort of looking at each other in the process of it coming together. Like, wow, look at this. You know, it was it was what we, what we expected, but we sort of superseded that a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And it was a, it was exciting to to get to, to see the seeds start to grow. You know what I mean? Exactly. And one thing I love about you guys because I have a business background. And, and seeing the way the professionalism you guys had, the way you guys had all your I's dotted, T's crossed, I said, these brothers is serious. I was like, this is something you see pitched to like a multi-million dollar company when you saw when you sent me the, the pitch deck and everything else like that. I was like, yo, y'all are on another level, dude. I really respect that. Um, let me turn off my notifications. Everybody want to annoy me as soon as I talk to um, talk to y'all. So I'm turning my notifications off. Give me one second because I don't want anybody to ruin that to this conversation because, yeah. Alright, so when I when I saw this, the level of time and deep, bro, people don't understand. It takes a lot of work to put a re- together a pitch deck and a storyline arc right. and kind of a framework. Talk about how long it took to even put that together, Jesus. So the pitch deck took probably like three about three weeks. Took like three weeks. So um, uh, uh, I had went to an investor, you know, a guy, um. And I was like, you know, we're trying to raise some money for Blam, blah, blah, blah. He was like, well, you need to put a, you know, Indiegogo together, you know, with a pitch deck and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to figure out how to do it. And then one of my boys who actually plays our um, our heavyweight champion, the Black Lobster, <laughs> my man, he's heavy in the film. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, so I know how to do pitch decks. And, you know, he helped me put it together, man. And, I, you know, it was just, it was just process with it with that whole Indiegogo campaign, the pitch deck. And it was a lot, man. It, it was a lot of work. Cause you know, you, you going back, you know, you spell one word wrong, you know, it's not going to make you look professional. So mm-hmm. it was, it was a lot of that, just little intricate details and figuring out how we want this to look and, you know, what, what actors we would like to have, you know, big name actors. So it was just a lot of work that went into it. And then, uh, it, it was a learning process and it was a great learning process. It was something that we never did before. Uh, something that now, if we ever have to do it again, we know like a, we have a blueprint to follow. So um, it was great. It was it was great, and it was a lot of tedious work putting that whole Indiegogo campaign and that pitch deck together. But um, it's something you need to have, you know, moving forward. Like when you're trying to get, you know, investors and sponsors and stuff like that, you need that pitch deck for them to see, you know. Exactly. No question about it. And and that's the thing, you know, um, it's so nice to see people coming together and supporting each other. It's so important in our community that we have to support these things because like you look at the Tyler Perry's of the world, you look at the Diddy's and um, people like that who and um, they build from the ground up. And, and for you guys to have such a vision for something, you know, is super dope. But I want to before we finish up this update episode, I want to talk about the food in Pittsburgh because I'm a hungry, skinny dude. Right. And um, if, if I, if I want to get some good Italiano food or just some good Pittsburgh, the real town, you know, the Berg, tell me where I need to go. Give me three places that I need to go um, with my Baltimore Ravens hat on. <laughs> Purple and black, trying to start stuff. No, it's all love with the rivalry. But tell me about where I need to go to get food. Give me three places that I need to go. One Italian spot and two other just the spirit of Pittsburgh. Where I need, where, where I need to go. Where you sending him, Jay? Where you sending him? I, I mean, me. I'm, I'm since you said Italian, I'm gonna I'm tell you we got a, a place called Squirrel Hill. It's like the mecca of pizza, man. It's like 
like five or six different Italian pizzerias that sort of been in competition since we was kids. Really? And yeah, it's just really, yeah, you can Google it. It's Squirrel Hill. They've won all kind of awards. It's Squirrel Hill. It's a Jewish part of the city. Yes. And nice. everything's sort of in-house for them, but they got that, like, we're really known for our pizza up there. So it's always been a rivalry. One year, you might be Minio's. One next year, you might be Alio's. The year after that, you might be, you know what I mean, yeah. the next establishment of the block. But, you know, I'm going to just tell you, as far as pizza goes, just go to Squirrel Hill and you'll have to pick your best three. Yeah, I'm like, I, I ain't going to start a pizza war right now. <laughs> yeah, Napoli's is fire. Napoli's is right up the street. Yeah, Napoli's was the other yeah. one. That was the third yeah. one, Rob. Yeah, those are the three right there. So you get a slice from each one and see see what's really good. So you say I can get a I get a slice of pizza and a soda for less than five dollars? Yeah, it'll be yeah, yeah, yeah. Slices is three, sodas is two. So you'd be around four okay. ninety nine. Just trying yeah, to see if, if inflation hit the hood too, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's it's right there though, but it's a good slice for that three. You could cut it in half and make two out of the one. Oh, know? that's my type of pizza, man. So y'all saying if I come up and hang out with you guys, not during the wintertime, but during the summer, um, I'll, be able to enjoy, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be able to enjoy some pizza with you guys? Yeah, no yeah. question. No question. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So where's the, okay? Yeah. So now we got to go where the brothers and sisters is, you know, the um, Martin Luther King community, you know. Where are we going to go to hang out with them to get some of that? Where's, where's the spot in, in the Berg for that? Well, we uh, we we actually I'm gonna let Ruff uh, tag in on here, but uh, yeah, we actually had a, a very 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 blessed to have a, a catered uh, situation for all of our shoots, and uh, the ladies that came and catered our shoots, they was more they was almost as excited about the food as they were for the matches. I ain't know which one really won. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We go back. We we'll go back onto a scene, and and people will be talking about the. the uh, <laughs> The, the, the turkey burger or, or, or the tacos, and then they'll talk about the wrestling move, you know. So, Ruff can plug them in, but they took care of us, man. It's a, um, you know, it's black owned and independent catering oh. business. That was looking tell us out about for that. us. Yeah, tell us about it. What's the name of them? Yeah. Two, uh, two, what is it? Two Sisters Catering through oh. India. India, yep. And our sister, yeah, they, they food be bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, they be, um, Showcase is basically like the staple. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's kind of like staple. My wife loves Showcase. I go out there sometimes. I get their turkey red. Tell us about um, Showcase. That, Tell, I'm, all right, so I'm in the Berg. I got my Ravens jersey on. Okay, cool. I'm like, I don't care. Man, these dudes up here in Pittsburgh don't got no food like that. Let me slide over there. So I'm sli- I'm going to the spot. So walk me through. What does it look like? What does it feel like inside? Showcase? Yeah. It's just a small and then get your food in dip. <laughs> okay, dip it. Yeah, you really ain't no sitting down in there. Mm-hmm. They had a little bit of seating space, but that I think that they actually got so big that the seating space they had to make for more room to serve the people because they was like really getting recognized around the city. And it's in a neighborhood that's predominantly black, but you know, it's been a lot of um, you know diversity going on and whatnot. What neighborhood so is you it? You got in? people. Yeah, you got home people. Wouldn't expect them who what came in the homewood fifteen yeah. years ago. They line up for them. For them good ribs and mac and cheese, man. Ooh, yeah. so, yeah, eat the mac and cheese. Lord Jesus, give me the strength. Yeah. Yeah, so Showcase is one of them good hood spots. You know, a friend of mine actually got it. I managed a rapper by the name of Boaz and his wife. They opened up yeah. a, a spot, too, as well in, um, in Roseville. And she's been she's been a, a certified chef for as long as I can remember, probably. Oh, wow. her, since she was a young, young. So she's had a couple different restaurants. And, yeah, they have amazing food up there. I think it's called Exia's. Ex- um, yeah, Monroeville, PA. Okay. And I always enjoy it. So, yeah, that's, that's a good bite and a good place, man. 
Now, what do you guys wash it down with? What's the Pittsburgh thing you wash? Because in Baltimore, we do half and half. Sweet tea, lemonade with the chicken box. That's how we wash it down. So how do y'all wash down? Drink, but sweet tea ain't a big thing in Pittsburgh like that. Ah. Sweet tea ain't really big. That's more of a down south thing. Yeah. So when you go, like, people be having it. But um, I know Grandma B's got some bomb sweet tea. That's a little, uh, little soul food diner. So what's the, the Pittsburgh hill. drink? Do y'all do like Coke or Pepsi? What are y'all drinking with y'all food from the um, from the spot we just went to? I mean, I'm gonna I'm hate to say it because I'm not. I mean, I, I like it, but it's like I'm gonna say Turner's tea is a hometown <laughs> yeah. favorite. That's yeah. it. And it's like, funny part about it. It's really a Pittsburgh tea. Like to me, I, yeah. it's okay. I like it, but I have people that say it's over hills of it. It's more of a staple drink. For the city, yeah. so I'm gonna have to rock with it just on my burgers, you know, because it's a hometown <laughs> tea. But we we still, like I said, in the hood, man. You gonna go up to Grandma B's, you know, that's on the Hill District. You know, they definitely got the best tea. And, and shout out Jay for thinking about that. There ain't a tea that could beat their tea. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. Oh wow! Like, some people go up there to get it, and it's like only a one size. It's like one size is like a five dollars, but it's like what is it like a half a gallon in a cup or something like that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's something wild. But you know, it's good hood. You know, it's great. You know, just make sure your sugar levels is right, you know, because it's hitting like that. <laughs> so I can't, I can't eat for three days, so <laughs> my blood sugar. Yeah, water for three more days after you enjoy that good meal and that good tea, man. Just drink water man. for two days. And a lot of and, people uh, go, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, no, go ahead. Uh, the only place is before we forget for the nostalgic side of Pittsburgh, for Manny Brothers. For Manny so Brothers, okay. So yeah, yeah, we can't leave it out there. We got to stand yeah. in the bird pocket. So, That's you know, for Manny Brothers, honestly, they mean you. They expanded their menu outside of just the coleslaw sandwich, which was everybody's favorite. Yeah. We're all genres, but they expanded their menu, and they got they got a nice little main menu, too. And it's, it's, it's just another staple situation for the Berg. So you can't forget for Manny. Shout out for Manny. Yeah. But, you know, we got a lot. And, too, we got, we got a lot we of got a kitchen popping up. We got to tell him what's on the sandwich. Cause he's, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Italian bread. Mm-hmm. two slices of Italian bread. Mm-hmm. You get the meat of your choice, you know, you can choose from some people get ham and fish. It could be a burger, a chicken sandwich, whatever it is, it's gonna if you get it the Permani way, it's gonna come on yeah. there with with the protein of your choice, Italian bread, old slaw and fries, and it's all smashed on one and mashed together. But it's not as sloppy as people take it, but it's definitely something that the burger is known yeah. for. I love so me personally, I say put my slaw on my slaw on the side and my fries on the side. And I make my own little meal of it. You know, that's, you know the hood got to come in and change things to our, yeah, yeah, yeah. To our life. Innovation, you know? innovation, but, innovation. Yeah. You know, originally, yeah. it was basically just a corned beef sandwich. I love corned beef. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people get that. You know what I mean? A lot of, that's like the... the yeah, that's the original. When you think, that's of, original. Man, that's you know, you think of Manny Brothers, that's what, you know what I mean? Most people like corned beef sandwich. Italian bread, the coleslaw, and French fries on the sandwich. Do you guys yeah. in Pittsburgh? Because in Baltimore, we we have a huge Jewish community as well, and uh, which they make some of the best food. So I go down to Lexington Market. is the is the oldest market in the country, by the way. You can look it up, Lexington Market. And as a kid, my father would take me over there. And I would get that corned beef on rye. We do corned beef on rye, and you get some of that brown mustard, man. Ooh, but or, or yellow mustard. What do y'all do with your pimento? Do y'all put mustard? Do y'all do what do y'all do on that sandwich? So the, the old school classic corned beef with the fries with the coleslaw. What type of sauce y'all putting on the on the on the sandwich though? People hey, be, I mean, by there's a lot of sandwich spots where people get like Sam's corned beef. Mm-hmm. Sam's on. Fifth Avenue, he got the corned beef sandwiches, and people get the mustard and mayonnaise and uh, pepper jack cheese on Italian or rye or mar, you know, marble rye. 
So there's different. There's a lot of little different corned beef places in Pittsburgh where you can get the corned beef and turkey sandwiches. Uh, I'm gonna keep it 100. Yeah. That Sam's that Sam's is almost as high as the staples for many. Not as great yeah. as much. Yeah, but it's up there. Yeah. And I think Sam's uh-huh. closed not too long ago, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, and wow. it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, and it was like uh, one of those wow, sober, get your last sandwich. You know, same like Originals. You know, we had a, a spot in Oakland called Originals. It was known for its beef dogs and super-sized fries. And, you know, and that was a place where everybody went back in the day. You know, once the club closed, you know, that was pretty much the after-hour spot. But it was known for their fresh-cut cheese fries. And, man, I tell you, that was that was one of them. They the original is gone now, and Sam's Corn <laughs> Beef is closed. So, yeah, open it up some lanes for other people to get in. And we got a lot of people actually cooking out of their homes trying to establish businesses, too. So you do a lot of that support, too, in the hood. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Tina Ryder, she got her kitchen jumping. So I noticed yeah. yesterday, did you see her salmon rough? It was mean. So, wow. so I just like to see how the city's evolving, man. People taking yeah. advantage of just being entrepreneurs around the town on all type of levels. That way we can rotate that dollar amongst us. Exactly. Like, like this. And, um, and, and that's my sister's, not to cut you off real quick, yeah. it was That's My Sister's Soul Food. So we just want to correct that's that. That's My Sister's Soul Food, okay. That's My Sister's Soul Food. That's the yeah. name of their, their brand who was... um. Who catered our events that we when we were shooting? Nice. And you could get some bomb food in every hood bar in Pittsburgh. Every black bar, uh-huh. you can get you. Yeah, some yeah, that's got, a fact. Some of them got <laughs> lobster tails, and you know what I mean. Some Damn. of them got some steam meal. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? our bar, yeah, our bar food scene is mean. I ain't gonna hold you. Uh, Shout out yeah. to Seventy One Galaxy <laughs> Lounge. You know, there's a few places that support us too. And they definitely got mean kitchens all around the town. Y'all gotta take me through the berg, bro. Like I won't. I'm gonna be respectful. I won't rock no Raven stuff, and I'm wearing I'm wearing some Orioles stuff though. Yeah, that's gonna bust your balls if you were, if you rock some Raven stuff. Yeah, yeah, cool. We got one or two. We got a, we got a, a couple, couple Ravens. There's always one or two of y'all floating around the town. So <laughs> I'll put you. I'll put you with the one dude who I know for sure. I mean, they tear him up every year. His name is Shreddy. <laughs> they tear him up every year. He's a, he's a certified Ravens fan. He he stands on it. He'll come and pull up out of Steelers, you know, a whole function. Oh, he's wild. Purple and black on. Wow. You know what? You know what hurt me so bad? I, I don't think we talked about this um, the last time we talked. Was this after Ben Roethlisberger beat us in his last home game? No, the, the game no, we were at, no, we were at home and you guys beat us. No, we, okay. We... It was the last Ben Roethlisberger's last game, right? Was it in Pittsburgh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. In, it wasn't in Baltimore. It yeah. wasn't in Baltimore. It was in Pittsburgh. So, you, you, did we talk when you guys beat us, or no? Have we haven't talked since then? I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, because yeah, because it hurt me so bad. I was like, yo, <laughs> if all the people we could send home packing for retirement, we lose in the playoff. <laughs> Ultimately, we weren't going to make the playoff anyway because of the other people losing. But it was like at that time, we all we had to do was beat you guys, and Ben was like, "Nope, I'm gonna give y'all this last thing, and y'all beat us, bro. That killed my soul, bro." <laughs> yeah, we was we was glad that he went out on the on the high side, man. And <laughs> what better way to do it but against our our, our rivals in our division? You know, I think all the last great round that game I went to was the Ravens game when we won. That was the year before. Now, tell me uh, the truth. Tell that, me the truth. And and. I think ultimately over the last couple of years, it's more have been a respectful thing and it's just showing like, hey, we respect you guys. But I think in the early 2000s, it was like, it might be on site. Is it the same energy oh, yeah. as before or you think it's kind of calmed down a little bit? Like it's still a rivalry, no, but like respectful. Down. It calmed down respectfully, man. I, I, was like, yeah. I, said, I went to the game with the 22 now, so that was probably like 20, 
No, we played golf. We we actually beat so at home for us to get <laughs> into the playoffs. <laughs> you had to get that in there. And I was kicking with Ravens fans when we was leaving. Man, we was joking about it. I had him on my Snapchat, and you know what I mean. Like you know, they were, we were, it was all love, man. So yeah, I was just happy to see people came out to at least you know see if they might get a win in in, in our city, which it didn't go to y'all favor, but. Like, we left out, man, we was kicking it on the way out. We outside busting yeah. it up. I think it's it like, one, yeah. Go ahead. We don't have them players like that no more. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. We don't have hardcore players like we did. Yeah. Y'all had Ad, had Troy. Y'all had Ray Lewis. We had Joey Porter. Like we had the the, the hardcore players that was like about that life. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> on the football field now, it's like you know we got yeah you know, we got some good players on both teams. But they ain't hardcore like them old school dudes, you know, back yeah. in the rivalry where, where, where when uh, Ryan Clark locked, locked, knocked Willis McGahee out, he had to stay <laughs> here at the Gee Hospital for three days over in Mercy <laughs> Hospital. <for> three- yeah, <laughs> and, ben, and hold up, don't forget Ben Roethlisberger getting that nose broke, that big ass nose he got now. Don't don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going right. to say something about that. Rob, you right. going too hard. And he got in my ass. I said, "All right, let me hold up. Let me. I'm trying to be cool." I said, uh, "I said, hold on. He rubbing it in now. I said he about to think about one of them days that we had to bite the bullet down." Bro, it was, but yeah, in the 2000s, bro, real shit. I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna keep it a buck, bro. If if some Pittsburgh people came through back in the early 2000s, bro, it might have to been on site, bro. Yeah, it might have to been it was on that site. Real. Yeah, it was that. Man, real. I, got, I got people from down there, but I be having to watch it. You know when I'm down that way. <laughs> Yeah, but but it's love now. I think because it's twenty years, it's twenty thirty. I mean, almost dang near twenty plus years of rivalry. I think we just respect the hard nose. The we always gonna play each other hard. We're always gonna do our thing. I actually hate the honestly as a Ravens fan. I respect the Steelers and I love a victory over you guys just for the bragging part. But I actually hate the Patriots more than I do and the Tennessee Titans currently than I do the Steelers. Let's keep it. And also Cincinnati, I hate them more too. Those are my three most hated. Hated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cause uh, Joey Joey Cool was talking that smack. So I think it'll be a great season. Um, Trubisky, you think he'll be starting? Yeah, he's going to start. Yeah, yeah, he's going. Yeah, I don't think you're going to let Pickens, small hand Pickens, ain't going to be playing no time soon. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I honestly, I want to see what the I want to see what the kid is worth, man. Because you know, watching him play here, he he was pretty. He was okay in the beginning. Then he started to turn it up at the end. So I, I think the youthfulness that he brings might be a plus more than anything because we need to get – we got to catch up to speed or how, how the game's moving these days, man. That old that old 2000 way is cool, but that, that was 20 years ago, man. We need we need some of these new moves like these new whippersnappers, man. Exactly, man. Well, it's been a blessing talking to you gentlemen. I'm so happy that you guys are uh, doing amazingly successful with it. And we support it, guys, too. We put some money in there because we don't talk it. We walk it, okay, despite the pit, the black and yellow background. So where can they <laughs> yeah, follow we, and support we you? We're grateful, too, bro. We mm-hmm. appreciate it, honestly, man. And everybody else, you know, if you're listening and you did help us out in this process, we're grateful about it. We're going to keep going. We're going to put everything we got into this project. And like I said, right now, we're still in shock in the process of seeing it come to life and the magnitude that it is. It's like it's a beautiful thing. So that's the limit. And, if, you know, if there's anything higher than that, we reach it for that too, man. So thank everybody that helped us get there, man. I want to thank my man, you know, Ref Bone for, you know, bringing the idea to the table like this, man. And it's, you know, I'm grateful for the work that he puts in. So I'm going to give everybody a flyers now because, you know, but I'm, I'm trying to work on our, 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 our Emmy speech or something like that. <laughs> that's all I'm waiting on. 
<laughs> oh man, I really appreciate you guys so much. So we're gonna go ahead. All the pages at Blam Wrestling, B L A M Wrestling, on on all social media platforms. We got the website. The website right now is getting, uh, you know, getting put. It's under construction right now. The website's getting uh, put together. And uh, but that's just blamwrestling.com. It's just any everything blam wrestling. B L A M. Pittsburgh slang. We ain't gonna slam you. We gonna blam you. I love it, man. <laughs> See, look, you got two black guys. If you watch the wrong news station, they can, they wouldn't think that two inner city people of color could do these type of things. I'm from the. The, the evil empire they're from the evil empire but we showing love man and we embracing each other that's what the the wwb podcast is about is showing blackness in many different ways showing love and support and just trying to make sure that we we have a voice as well because we are the culture so folks thanks for coming on the wwb podcast peace Hands up,